When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome in to the Letterman Lounge. You know what time it is. It's Monday. Ohio State just won another football game. It's time for Letterman Live. We are in Columbus, Ohio in Roosters. It's a fun, casual joint. You'd never know with the paper in these baskets, though, Nicole. I'm getting like weird different you guys it's always a surprise here it's just we're just making do with what we are delivered that's all so you know this was a surprise to me as well and we're just going to make the best of it i wanted to just get it out there right in the open because i can can feel like like, (laughs) we're gonna be at home this is gonna happen like are we gonna talk about this paper let's just well next week next week it'll be the the sports pages of the newspaper yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Maybe the letters to the editor. Um, <clears throat> that's Justin Zwick, Nicole Cox, and Bobby Carpenter. I'm Austin Ward. We're going to leave this seat open for our guy, uh, Jeremy Birmingham. He's at home dealing with some family situations. Yes. Our thoughts and prayers are with that entire family. They lost a, a great woman on Saturday when he got back from the game. Um, there's no easy segue from that, but our mm-hmm. thoughts are with our buddy uh, as they go through that. And he will be back uh, soon enough after they uh, lay her to rest. So we're thinking about you. We miss you. Yep. Um, and we had a lot to discuss after that game. Uh, it was 66-17 for the Buckeyes, Bob. And we said four weeks ago, these are the, this is the expectation. you got to win these games. They were going to win them almost no matter what happened. But uh, Ryan Day said he wanted to see progress. We've talked about that every single week. I certainly think that Ohio State has shown that. Oh, they have definitely have shown it. And we're always kind of it's, – it's interesting because you always try to qualify with the opponent. Like, what does progress mean? Mm-hmm. All right, it's Akron. You're like, well, it's Rutgers, but they're a little bit better. Now it's okay. This is Maryland, a Maryland team who you know, obviously didn't, was coming in without Dante Dimas, so the receiving core was a little bit lighter than what it would have been. And they were very good to start the season. Then they obviously take another hit during the game uh, with that. So there was a Maryland, Maryland team, though, that was pretty talented, at least at the skill position, uh, skill position-wise. So – you were going to look at that defensively. Like, could you slow these guys down? Would you give up some of the big plays? And, you know, I always look at that like, you know what, there's going to be a big play you probably give up, especially in a game where it starts to get stretched and you lose a little bit of focus because, let's face it, not every snap is, like, ultra critical mm-hmm. when you start to get up and you feel like your offense, hey, like, you scored in, like, three plays. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's too easy for any, them. You probably anyone, keep doing that. Did yeah. anyone touch Travion on that on that swing pass? Just weaving around, like, yeah. looks like uh, me playing football with my kids in the backyard. <laughs> it's, but I thought the defense has really made strides. Obviously, the defensive line has gotten better and better. And you know what happens because of that? Kind of trickles down. Linebackers look good. Three leading tacklers. Chambers, Eichenberg, and Simon. Uh, Taraja is like right yeah, there for four of the top five you can throw in with there. Hickman right there. And like, yep. that's kind of how it should be. You don't want your corners being your leading tacklers. Like your D line really shouldn't be. Maybe you have a guy in there who has a lot of tackles for loss or gets involved in some stuff, but it should be kind of your linebackers and your strong safety overhang players that are involved. Cause that means structurally your defense mm-hmm. is playing well. And so you saw that you saw pretty good uh, play on the perimeter. Safeties are starting to look better. Mm-hmm. Feel, they start to feel like they're more comfortable now showing and moving around and playing multiple coverages. And then the offense, like, okay, when CJ's on and like the offensive line is blocking people, yeah. it, it, that's what it's going to look like. I, I thought I didn't think they'd crack sixty. I mean, you informed mm-hmm. me that they probably wanted to crack a hundred, and maybe they could have even 
you know, went, if they really would have gassed down. But that score prediction on Morning Juice yeah, on Friday yeah. was pretty good. It was. It was whoever impressive. That, whoever that guy was. <laughs> it was he impressive. knows what he's talking about. Awesome. I mean, but, like, you look at that. Like, what else? I, I, there's nothing else in that game outside of, like, maybe pitching a shutout that right. you could say, you know what? This team, like, really needs to work on. There's small little mm-hmm. things that they're going to need to continue to tweak. But I feel like from the last three weeks, the defense has come leaps and bounds. And then CJ's development and his comfortability back there in the pocket, I think, has increased dramatically as well. And Nicole tracks the point spreads every single week. <laughs> and you look at this. So no matter what, if we talk about, you know, Rutgers. Well, that was, what, 16 and a half. And then Maryland's like, it's like Vegas still knew that the talent disparity was there, but they had to prove it or the public was bringing that number down. Mm-hmm. I mean, they covered it again with ease, Nicole. So that has to count for something. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it makes, I think it, I've enjoyed watching this year, this season with these guys because if they're just great all the time, yeah, it's always great to win. It's always, you know, but if they're just, you know, smashing other teams and just it's not exciting, as exciting to watch, yeah. I, at least for me. I like watching these guys grow. I like watching CJ from game one to now and just seeing his confidence and to see all of their confidence as a team grow. It's exciting. Yeah, it's just you can get bored with winning every single week. Well, you can. And there's complacency that I, sets in. It's it might just be me. Do you guys feel that way? I mean, Well, I, I feel like now they're playing as if the way we thought they were going to start the season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had heard that CJ basically was going to be the guy, and it turned into that, and then it kind of looked like he wasn't the guy there early on, you know? And all of a sudden, miraculously, his shoulders healed, yeah, and he, he said, looks like a – He said supernatural. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I saw that, and I was like, man, like what was wrong with that shoulder? It's just bugging me. I got to know. <laughs> but, I mean, he looks like a totally different quarterback, and, you know, each week you say, all right, well, Akron. Well, it was Akron. All right, next week we should see, you know, Rutgers look like they're a pretty balanced team. And so you just keep saying, all right, and then we did it to them. And like, wow, were they that good or were they not that good? And then, well, Maryland – First, you know, defense that's going to be ranked in the top 25 nationally, you know, averaging seven tackles for a lot. Like, they look like a team that maybe had a defense that you know, we would really see, mm-hmm. and then we go and put it on them. So it's like, man, were they maybe not that good, or are we really rolling? And I think we are, are rolling. And, uh, you know, Bob talked about the defense and how they've – going against a team like that, they're going to score points, right, Bob? I mean, you just know that's going to happen. Um, you're not going to shut those guys out to whatever – to however you say his name. To a Tito, that's what I had been had been crushing to, it, right? To Without the Iowa game, he had been playing really well. You knew you were going to put up some, you know, yards through the air, and uh, yeah. they, they just did enough that they. Are, it's just a whole different team to me, offensively when when CJ is looking the way he is because it's, it's been incredible. I, I think there has to be a part of this too. Like we knew going into that four game stretch that Ohio State was going to be favored in all of them that they needed to win them all. That's the baseline expectation for this program, but. To take the broader view and look at the way college football is working, works every year, but especially this year, there's really, like, okay, if you're going to play comparative scores, almost everybody's losing. Alabama just lost uh, as a multiple, you know, multiple touchdown favorite to a backup quarterback at Texas A&M. <laughs> you guys know, and I've covered this long enough, and Nicole's been watching college football long enough to know that it's hard to win football games. So the way Ohio State is winning them is significant. Obviously, you have to win them if you're going to be a Big Ten champion down the road, but I don't know that we should discount the opponents uh, no, as much as, yeah. you know. As we would have in the past. Yeah, well, but especially just because you have, I mean, what else can they do? They have to play those games, and whatever you do, you take it at face value. Does the game look like you expect it to? And that's what I've seen the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. The game looked like it expected to. Like Tulsa, 
what was it, was it 42, 41, 21? I mean, they, you know, it was like three scores, but yeah. it was 20, it was 27. It was a 20. seven point ball game in the yes. fourth quarter. So that, that, like, that did not look like we expected it no, to, right? No, you yeah. didn't have that feeling where I <laughs> And then you start it. thinking, like, oh man, maybe we aren't there, you know? And that's, and that's yeah. it. So then next week against Rutgers, like, shot out of a cannon. Mm-hmm. Okay, feel good. Defense holds up. They don't give up any Defense trash score, you know, yeah. Yeah, and they're doing all that. And then the na- same thing happens against Maryland. Yeah. So, like, that's what you've expected to see. So they've done all they can really do yep. in those games. I mean, and let's be honest now, despite what we may think some of the talent is going to be at some of these other schools, you know, you saw obviously Bama, you know, lose. Oklahoma gets pushed to the brink that by Texas. I mean, they possibly, probably should have lost that game. They didn't. I mean, Stanford just gets boat rate. I mean, the Pac-12 Clemson, is a mess. Clemson falling off the, the Yeah. Face the yeah face and, but all those things happening, and then you look at, like, the Big Ten – Five teams ranked in the top ten, and there's four teams ranked in the East in the top ten. So there is a national perception for the first time, I think, in a while, that there's, like, high-quality depth at the top of this Mm -hmm. conference. And it only is kind of substantiated by watching other things happen around the rest of college football. Like, well, I really can't throw the ball, but you know what? Georgia really (laughs) doesn't either. Yeah. Um, They're in the SEC. Yeah, but they say that. It's like, all right, well, they beat Auburn, and, like, Auburn's not great. Penn State kind of handled it. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff you look around, like, I don't really see any teams that – it was supposed to be Bama. Yeah. It was, like, clearly better than everybody else. And Nick Saban's calling it a trap game. Like, you thought to get his team excited. (laughs) Yes. And then ultimately, like, was it – if it is a trap game and you identify it as a trap game, can it still be the trap game? It's not supposed to be a trap then if you can see it. And the thing it's not was, very good trap against Bama, right. like they already were in the trap. They came back out of it, got the lead, 38-31. Then you think, all right, like A&M's fired all their bullets in the can. Like, they got nothing left. And then they seize the victory back, and Bam like stumbles and, and bubbles yeah. it away. And it was crazy. So like, when I watch all that, I'm like, all right, 66-17, nice. Yeah. Like, I don't know what else you could ask for. I, I think it was a good time for that to happen because, like, Everything else, all the chaos that happened the rest of the day, you're like you almost forgot what Ohio State did. It's like, hey, they're they're right back in the mix of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're in the mix, and or you could be at Orgeron LSU, just getting smoked by Kentucky. I'm surprised talking about putting people in the marsh. I'm surprised that they let him leave the tarmac with his job. Uh, to be quite honest, he's done after hey, the Wildcats are on a roll, baby. Hey, here's the, here's Stoopsie's the thing. got him going. I love Stoops. Uh-huh. And here's the thing, though, in the SEC, Kentucky is essentially kind of like Purdue or Indiana mm-hmm. in the SEC. LSU, just like Ohio State, I don't care how high they're ranked. Yeah. I know we have better players than them, <laughs> and it should never look like that. Like, we can accept a loss every now and yeah. but it should never look like that. And so that's why, I mean, he, he's done. It's not me calling for him to be fired. Like, it's just a fact. I don't know. Unless he beats Alabama or something crazy happens, which based upon how they're playing is zero chance mm-hmm. of happening, he, he's going to be on his way out. All right, let's get it back to the Buckeyes. It's time for our Roosters Buckeye leaves from another game where – a limitless buffet of options mm. to get it buffet. through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, kind of like coming in on an appetizer yes. day and getting some fried mushrooms, Jay-Z's mm. personal Or a surprise. Or a surprise. Is there another yeah. surprise this week? Well, no, Possible? it's just I, – I think just – we're just no, going to say for the, the rest of the year that – some stores will receive the fried mushrooms in their deliveries. Uh-huh. Some stores may not. So then they'll come up with a different appetizer for there the Tuesday go. appetizer. So it's really kind of like a crapshoot. We just are, yeah, yeah, we appreciate everybody just kind of going with the flow as we deal with these yeah, two dollar apps. Issues. You can't beat no matter what they yeah. are, right? They'll still I mean, be two dollars. Yeah. So we're making 
ensure that the guests still win. And Jay-Z, right? They, it should just be anything if you say Letterman. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It should be our kiss, the Letterman uh, just, lounge discount. Just going to keep Austin, I just I love that idea, but I just don't oh. think that's going to work. Right. Well, <laughs> me, I, I am an idea man. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Nicole, on a more serious note. Yes. The Roosters is giving the bowl, Buckeye Bowl giveaway yep. here. There's they are one winner every week. Every two week. tickets, airfare, deluxe mm-hmm. hotel. Sign up every week. Yep, they get to this bring This is a bye week, so will there be an event winner chosen mm-hmm. this week, or is it only no, on game week? No, it's only it's on, on game week. Only. So, okay. But you can still register this. There's only, 12, there's only 12 winners, so I would think that – the bye week is a bye week for roosters. Yes, it is. Okay, yes. Good call. I didn't math. know if we had an your, extra. Yeah. Your numbers go down. I'm like, all the years blend together, but yes, t- usually it's the bye week is two weeks of registration. Yeah. Like, um, so still register. Yeah. There just won't be a winner pulled this yep. weekend like there typically is. Correct. And Ohio State is one win away from bowl yes. eligibility. You will be going to a bowl, I think. <laughs> Fingers yeah. crossed. Might, they might get there. And thanks to who, Nicole? Because who caught your eye on Saturday in the blowout? Well, you're going to be shocked by this, Austin. Are we going to Schlegeltown or what? Uh, no, <laughs> you're just going to be shocked because I'm going to go back to my roots me, of uh, Chris Olave. It is. Ooh, my guy. How about that? It's my guy. He, I just love watching him play. He is absolutely amazing. That play, um, when it was the you know defensive pass interference, and oh, no. he's, mm. I just like even as a normal person, I can't like walk and like do things at the same time. So for him to be able to be like flying through the end zone and then be able to pay attention to what, you know, like where the ball was, get his body to slow down and the bobble the ball and still catch it with and make another the touchdown. guy holding yeah. him. Yeah. I mean, that is dudes holding dudes. unbelievable dudes. to me. And just in general, like, He's a great route runner, like route runner. He is just great with being aware of everything around him, whether it's, you know, stepping out of bounds or catching that ball off the, you know, defensive back. So he's just amazing. And he's got the most precious smile. He just looks like a great kid. <laughs> he is a great kid. Yeah. And the Very last, quiet, too. Since that, you know, to think back to that Tulsa game and what they did, dropping eight into coverage and no catch and a drop in that one. And I've I've told this story elsewhere, but I saw him in there in the, in the Woody, the Last couple weeks, he just added an extra throwing session. Not that he needs the work. He's always one of the hardest working guys on the team. But you know, for, to add to Nicole's affinity for Chris Olave, just going in there for 30 more minutes on the jugs machine. And oh, that's with the Chiefs best. Juniors, like, bonus work. Yep. Bonus. And look at the results. I love the person that stays after or comes in early. early. I mean, that's there's something to be said. About. I mean, he's up, he's up to what for the years or for his career? Is it 29 now? 29 touchdowns. So he's got to get to 34 I think there's a pretty good. I think there is. I mean, oh, yeah. on, on Saturday I was thinking about that. Like, there's so just so many weapons yeah. that you know. Who knows when it's going to be his his time? And then he went out and got two. And it's just like, man, that that record is definitely well, in reach. When you're scoring like nine well, touchdowns fair. a game, yeah. there's enough touchdowns. When the, to when the only series you don't score on when you're taking a knee, <laughs> that's that's got to help a little bit. I've right? got this. I've got the stats here. Keep talking, James. So, he was what the numbers for the three of these guys. He had Absolutely. seven for like 120, didn't he, Olave? So I have a question. If we get to the last game, do the 34 touchdowns, does that include like bowl the bowl game? game? Yeah. It does. Okay. So if we get down to the last game, even though it's a team sport and no one wants to, you know, just for their own stats, you know, well, they some. need to talk. About, but would they like try well. to make sure he got the ball to reach it? I would imagine. I'm sure they would, would have a couple plays. Absolutely stunning to me if it got that far. I th- yeah, I think it's going to be done in like it, three weeks. Probably by November 5th, I think he'll have it. I, I think 
I'm going to do it off the top of my head. Guys, what are we going to do for him? I feel like we have to send him rooster's food or something. Well, that would yeah. be just he, so cool. He has a standing invitation as well. Ooh, yeah. Some of these guys that were going to come that we've talked about, they're going to be on Letterman Live this year. You know, there's like, well, let's maybe take a step back from name, image, and likeness just briefly after the Oregon loss. I promise mm-hmm. that's mm. still going to happen. Um, but we took a little bit of a breather on that. Let them focus on football. I, geez, yeah. I think it's like, I wrote it this morning, I think it's like 84 catches, like 1,400 yards and 13 touchdowns for those top Two three. three. <laughs> There's nothing, I just have never seen anything like mm-hmm. it. And I, if people were still bringing this up on Saturday night. Oh, Jamison Williams is so good. Just imagine if you put that in this offense. Well, where's he fit? He wouldn't have started for Ohio State. That's why he left after spring. It wasn't, yeah. you know, he knew what the situation was, what those other three guys can do. Jamison Williams is really freaking good. Mm-hmm. Really good. Yeah. He's probably going to be a first-round draft pick. But those other three guys yeah. just is what it is. Too. They'll yes. be first-round draft picks, too. Yeah, it's going to be a heck of a class. And, and then Emeka, they all come Emeka up together. Oh. That. And well. I don't know who – well, you just led me I right know, into. You I just led me right into. Talk about Buckeye leaves. I'm not trying to steal every. I'm. I'm just predicting what it might come. Well, I did have to go to you for a well, pronunciation of the last name. A, I, I like to observe things. Yeah, so I'm going Mecca. Uh, I think. I think we've been waiting for a oh, return specialist. And just eleven. I mean, the guy off return for touchdown. The guy had what four for like 160 yards. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, having that threat back there. I mean, I, I, I want to see him in the offense as well. A little harder to get that, you know, get those reps. But uh, man, to have a guy back there who has the confidence to really take it, and you know, have that ability to take it to the house, which it looked like on a couple of those he was going to get real close to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that changes the game. Um, it doesn't change the game, but it's really, yeah. really, really nice to have. Especially um, if that offense only needs well, yes. to go 30 yards. No doubt about it. Good, l- yeah. good luck to yeah. you. You're getting them on the 40, 50 yard line. I mean, that, that's huge for an offense. I'm just. You know, picking up that confidence and you're able to take a shot at, you know, over the top right away, you know, when you're at midfield type thing. But uh, I think that's huge. So he, he gets my buck, Eileen, for this week. Okay. Specialist. I'm going to go with a guy who we've talked about a lot. I had a chance to meet his dad. And, you know, he, he played well every week. It's just a little bit of a season accumulation award. And he did play well. I believe he was the third leading tackler with six or seven. I'm going to go throw a sack in there. I mean, uh, sounds like Rock and Ronnie Hickman. <clears throat> Ronnie oh, the, that's back-to-back weeks for old Ronnie. Rockin' Ronnie, man. He's playing well. Like He does it all. Great kid, elite human being. He's a lot bigger than what you think, yes. man. A lot bigger than what you think. For a guy who's like, you know, the hybrid safety, you know, move him around, do some stuff. He's a, you know, he's a physical player. He's really smart. He's got a great head on his shoulders. And re- I just really enjoy, enjoy watching him play, man. He played... You know, I feel like he's kind of a throwback dude that plays, you know, could have played 15, 20 years ago and still been fine just because he's so physical, he's so smart, you know, directing, directing traffic back there. And a lot more has been forced on his plate with, you know, Josh Proctor being, you know, out yeah. for the season. Yep. And so he's taken, he came in, he was injured, he's, you know, embraced all that, gotten to where he needs to be now and uh, looks really good and is playing at a really high level. Nicole, wouldn't it be awesome if, like, you know, you were – cool enough that somebody gave you a nickname like rocket and they just replaced your first name with it yeah oh like, yeah in the post-game press conference they were talking about hickman and they're <clears> just like <throat> casually just calling him rocket i'm like man how cool would that be oh yeah that'd be like a bucket list what would thing. yours be i you know you asked me too quick <laughs> asked me way too quick okay you yeah. did, did you have a nickname growing up nikki no oh, okay. i didn't hmm I know. I really I'm not ruined, special. I really, ru- I really ruined this segment, but it's cool. You know. What was your, what was your I nickname? I do think it's awesome. Uh, a Ward. 
Well, I had a lot. None of them ever really uh, stuck for long. No. Some teammates called me Ozzy, and I never really figured out where it came from. Hmm. But I, I guess it was just Ozzy. Big Ozzy Osbourne fan growing up? No, I've no, no didn't bite off many. No, no, no bats. bats. But like, <laughs> yeah, you know, A Dub, AJ, those things were around for a while, but there wasn't any natural fit for me. Hmm. Jay Z just yeah, so much Jay-Z's cooler. Just easy. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's. Yeah. yeah, and Hove made it popular. <laughs> he took it from. Yeah, he he, he, he liked it, it so he took it, and yeah, he took it mainstream. Bob, what else <laughs> do they call you? <laughs> Bobby is a nickname. Oh, okay. But my real name is Roberts. So that's kind of. Oh wow, is that that's where that comes from? <laughs> oh, it's, there's a, there's a few, but yeah, there's a couple other not safe for work. Yeah, we won't get we won't get into uh, those. Well, we can say whatever we want. And <laughs> I don't think in Schlegel, I like I. For Slides the longest it, time, I have to like life. remind myself of like his first name. No, he's like Oprah. He's like yeah, one just a name. Yeah, yep. His wife calls him Schlegs. Yeah. She it's does. Just, oh, yeah. it's real. Real and life. And she's a Schlegs too. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. She is a Schlegs. Mrs. Schlegs talking to Schlegs. <laughs> uh, that's a great one. I, another guy with a very cool name, Steel Chambers. Oh, yeah. oh man. I, I, was, I thought Bob was going to get he that was, Buckeye Leaf to I him. I thought he was too. I was hyping him up last week. I mean, I, you got to spread around the love. What he did, uh, seven tack. He leads Ohio State, tied for the team lead with seven tackles and a sack. Uh, you know, another great play when he's reading the screen and diagnosing mm-hmm. through the block. That was one of the you know ov- overlooked best plays of the game, I think. And Zach Bourne was tes- texting me right away, like we oh, gotta talk about this. I'm talking <laughs> about you. Yeah. Like, oh my god, <laughs> this guy was pl- did not play linebacker in spring. We've said for three years that's where he should play. That's the best fit for him. He didn't want to do it. Finally. Makes the choice. So he's been doing this for two months, Bob, playing this position. And it didn't – it's not the smoothest thing to learn. It didn't look the smoothest for the first month maybe. But, man, the way the way he's playing now in this upward trajectory, mm-hmm. Cody Simon's playing well. Tommy Eichenberg's really coming along. Taraja Mitchell. They're all those, playing better. You know why? Because they're getting experience. Oh, does that help? Mm-hmm. I, I've but heard it does. How? I mean, does this impress you more, like having played the position? Like it's not an easy one to play. It bothers me when – People receive undue criticism. I'll be the first to sit here and say it it wasn't good enough what they were doing. But it it also wasn't like they've been doing it for three years and haven't gotten any better either. And there was some disruption and things around them that weren't being done at a high level. And so all of a sudden, the line starts playing better. These guys get three or four games under their belts. Hey, they look like they Mm -hmm. deserve and belong to be out there. By the way, like we're talking, Steele hadn't even played linebacker much before. You know, Cody had been nursing an injury. Taraja, you know, sat behind guys. Yep. And so playing in games is different, meaningful minutes. Tommy battled injury. Like, all these guys have been kind of in and out. Mm-hmm. And so now they're finally in there. They feel comfortable in their scheme. The defensive line's playing well. And you watch how aggressive they are. And it's like, if I had to see any more numbers, like, hey, look at these guys. They're playing all these snaps and not making any tackles and this and that. And, like, hey, just be patient. And now they're three of the four leading tacklers in the game. Yep. And you throw your strong safety in there. Like, that's how it should look for a defense. Your linebackers and your strong safety should be your leading tacklers, not your corners. <laughs> that means they're catching too many balls. You're getting to the second level. You know, not your defensive linemen and different things. They're chasing stuff down. It should be those guys because that's how it should structurally fit. Nicole, what else was in your notebook on Saturday? Mm-hmm. Um, Nicole's notes. Yeah. yeah, I was just impressed. I was just impressed with how they are really coming together as a team. <clears throat> so, um, like Bobby said, I think it's – hard work that has gotten him there and the experience. I mean, some of these guys, you know, taking into consideration weather and a full stadium playing in front, you know, of all of those people, there's something to be said for that. There are just things that happen on game day that you can't practice. Since Berm is not here, I'm going to give his Buckeye, which I know he would have done, which was to pull at Nicole's heartstrings, which is Kerry Combs. 
Mm. I walked. I thought about that. He was one of the last ones out of the locker room, so I came down from the press conference. I saw him out there. He was getting, uh, you know, four big boxes of food to take to the eight grandkids. And, like, he's not thrilled with the situation. Mm -hmm. Just going to lay that on the table. But he's such a positive guy. I, I know. So it's weird to see him, like, not smiling. So that part is hard for him. You know, he's he's coaching with the same intensity. His role is not the same. Uh, and I think that, you know, Ohio State wanted to pay tribute in some way to the work he's doing because they know, like, this isn't worked, hasn't worked out the way he wanted it to. And so they gave him the game ball in the locker room. Uh, you could tell it kind of meant a lot to Ryan Day to do that. He's very close with Kerry Combs. That's why this thing worked out the way it did. Where he was, There was really no other option candidate when they w went to replace that role two years ago. Uh, and so he came down and, you know, he had the game ball in that backpack. He's loading up to go see the kids. And he's like, man, I, I hope that people can pay attention to what you've done here. A lot of these cornerbacks, a guy like Denzel Burke would not be at Ohio State if it weren't for Kerry Combs and that recruiting impact. The corners are playing much better. Yeah. Seven mm -hmm. Banks is turning that corner. If Cam Brown could catch an injury break once in a while, yeah. you know, that'd be significant. He's still helping upstairs. He didn't, he didn't pout. You know, he may not like the way that this worked out, and there's disappointment to that, obviously. But he didn't say, well, I'm leaving, I'm quitting on this. Like, if you're going to demote me, I'm out of here. And, you know, we've seen players do that already this season, yeah. just pack up and leave when it didn't work their way. He didn't do that. So Kerry Combs is part of this staff. He, he's doing the work that they're asking him to do as well as he can. Again, may not love it, but, you know, he's – He is, and, you know – True professional. I think – his role is more than just, you know, him being the defensive coordinator. It's he's a leader and his energy is contagious. He, you know, I there's something you need that in, in a team. And whether, you know, it's like CEOs, you know, they may delegate all the work to everyone below them, but if they're just walking around pumping you up and you need that person and I feel like Carrie brings that to the team and just the fact that he didn't quit on it you know like he cares about the team and he's he's just a great guy so I'll say this because I, I I'm very fond of Carrie and you know I, Matt's doing a great job too and not to you know I think that you know changes would have been you know made schematically and with the defense maybe look similar to what it looks like now after guys start experience you get the right guys on the field things start happening <clears throat> You know, maybe, maybe not. Um, but I do know this. When you have – when you're, like, in a, in a moment of turmoil and crisis and you're asking people to do different things, and some of those things may be different than what they've signed up for and they may not necessarily appreciate it. You're, you're preaching toughness and role responsibility and dedication to the team. It's, it's really, really hard to get player buy-in with that when you see a coach who that just happened to mm -hmm. if they don't buy in. Right. And so I would argue that, you know, over the last three weeks, with everything that we've seen happen and all the stuff that's happened on the mm, sideline and guys lot. leaving and roles kind of changing, some guys playing more, some guys playing less, the fact that this team is where it is right now is probably as much to do with Kerry Combs and how he has handled this as anybody else. <clears throat> because those guys have looked at him and they realize that he shows up every day. He's been the same. He's been a team player. He does whatever they ask him to do. He's not crying. He's not pouting. He's not trying to undermine everyone else. And so when you see that and you watch it out of a guy who carries a Buckeye, man, like yeah. don't think for a second. I mean, outside of being the head coach at Ohio State, that's probably mm -hmm. the next thing on his list was being the defensive coordinator at Ohio State University. And, you know, not to be able to call plays and kind of have it shifted around on him 
it would be easy to go in the hole, and he didn't do it. Yep. And so those guys look at that. And so when he asks the guy, hey, maybe a play a little bit less this week because that's what's best for the team, the guys have a hard time pushing back on a guy like mm-hmm. Kerry when he says that. Right. Yeah, I think that locker room could have went a lot of different ways, and, and it may even had, you know, sure. still, you know, with some of the things that have happened. But, you know, I think Bob hit it on the head. The way he's handled himself, just showing up to work, being that guy who loves the team and wants to help the team do anything he can to do that. Uh, the players definitely saw that, and I'm sure they appreciate it because it could have. It had to be real strange that first week where it's like, well, oh, well, hold on. And that's the game that we've talked about. It yeah. was to- close with Tulsa. Yeah. What yeah. what's happened since then? I mean, yeah. it wasn't going to yeah. look into place. Right so he, yeah, he's a big part of. You know, everybody's going to want to give you know Barnes all the credit for calling the plays and this and that. But I think Kerry, I mean, being being the way he has or handling it the way he has, and who knows how much he's giving. In, in the game. It's collaborative. You know, 100%. It is. You know, and it is. So, one guy's going to get it because, you know, the change happened and this and that. Yeah. But he's still there and still, you know, plugging away. And, and it's it, – He makes a real impact. A big part of what – yeah, why the team is where it's at right now. Yeah. In those kids' lives from just how motivational he is. Yeah. And I think that – they need that from the coaching staff. They all have their, you know, specialties, and they each weigh each other out. So it's good. Yeah. All right. Well said by all three of you. Uh, fried mushrooms or mm. or TBD. Yes. Yeah. Fried or TBD. Or surprise. Yeah. Two dollar appetizers tomorrow. Yeah. Two dollar. Two dollar appetizers. And you that is consistent. Two weeks to get uh, registered yes. for the next Roosters Bowl yes. giveaway. Yes. Register every day. Every day. Don't miss it. Um, and then there's you know some colorful paper just to keep you off balance. But the <laughs> menus, I promise, are the same, and Letterman Lounge will look the same yes. if you come down here on Olin Tangent. And it looks the same on the big screen at the stadium, which uh, I got hey, to see yeah. our famous host. I don't know where that On the from. big screen in Letterman Lounge. I Ooh. saw that they blacked out my picture a little bit on the screen I it's saw. It out. It's fuzzy. Well, they didn't have your name. Yeah, well, like ah, fair enough, fair enough. But, yeah, awesome. Big time celeb. I wanted to make sure we pointed that I out. I don't know how that. For those of you that weren't at the stadium. I man. don't know how that happened. I don't, Bob's Hell the star yeah. of that show. <laughs> Nobody came to see me. Uh, Nicole, thanks for having us in here. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to bring Spencer Holbrook in here for the second half of the show. As Letterman Live rolls along at Roosters, it's a fun casual joint. And now with some early bowl predictions, Bobby Carpenter. Well, Austin, what I'm seeing here is 12 lucky Roosters guests are getting the opportunity to travel to this year's Buckeye Bowl game. Each trip comes complete with two tickets, airfare, and hotel. One prize winner will be chosen each week. Guests need to register weekly at RoostersWings.com. That's great, Bobby. What I was asking was your prediction for the Buckeyes this bowl season. I have no idea. I'm going to Roosters right now to register. Precision engineering, rigorous attention to detail. A Bryant Evolution heating system is so well designed, it's as much of a joy to install as it is to use. Good to go. For the dealer nearest you, visit Bryant.com. All right, welcome back in to Letterman Live. Got Spencer Holbrook back in here. Spencer, did you have a uh, Buckeye Leaf that you wanted to give away? Mm. Well, I was going to make it Kerry Combs. because, oh. mm. But I'm going to stick on the defensive side, okay. and I think you guys have given out a couple to linebackers. I'm going to give mine to Tommy Eichenberg. Um, this is a guy who took a lot of heat at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Um and some of it might have been justified. He wasn't playing very well. And since then, he's started to come on, started to emerge, and become a true difference maker, a linebacker. I think he's he's going to get there by the end of the year. Um, and 
to have seven tackles and to have three different linebackers all with seven tackles shows the improvement that this team is making on the defensive side, and it shows how much improvement the linebackers have shown. And I think Tommy Eichenberg's a big part of that. And for that, um, you know, I was a little critical of him at the beginning of the season. I think we all were. Mm-hmm. But to, to keep going and just keep pushing yourself and, and getting there now with seven tackles in a Big Ten game, I think that just means that it's just going to continue to progress up for him. Those things that we've talked about now, bringing up Cody Simon, Taraji Mitchell, mm-hmm. uh, Eichenberg there, you know, Steel Chambers. Look, I mean, if there was one unit that we talked about that was the biggest question mark, it was linebacker. And then the first couple of weeks made that worse. You'd think you look at Al Washington and like, all right, they're going to get this figured out. That's the most improved unit now. I don't think there's yeah. any Yeah, guys in portals that. and guys walking off the field. Well, and now we're sitting here saying we're pretty good at linebacker. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Uh, it's pretty wild how yeah. that's transpired since August. Uh, going into this bye week, now we're at the middle point of the season for Ohio State. You two know that some of the off date is about getting healthy, and some of it is party. staying out of trouble. <laughs> right. Nothing good happens past 10. I thought it was about the parties. Well, come for the parties. We're on air. We talk All about right. that often. That's good. That's okay. hey, <laughs> so that's listen, part man. of it. Like, what, you get the marching yeah. orders. I know that uh, you know Trestle would have some winner's manual tips for you guys, and times no maybe changed a little bit. How, how does a team – Structure, manage, and off date like this. So, you're getting out. They're getting out of here on Thursday. Trust used to always make us stay in a practice on Friday. Yeah, we'd terrible. always have Friday, but they would always try and let us out. So you had time if you lived you within. High, like three, if you lived within hours. two or two and a half hours, you'd get home to watch the, the high yeah, school. Yeah, I mean they try to get cut us off by like three thirty, four o'clock, so you get back, which is great because that's the one time you get a chance to go back. Maybe you, know, you get to see your old coaches, some of your friends that might still be playing. You maybe have a younger sibling, your brother that might be out mm-hmm. there. So it's it's always nice if you live, you know, within the state of Ohio or maybe, you know, Pittsburgh or Indy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you can get in Michigan, you can maybe get back there and uh, be able to do it. I believe they're done Thursday. And they have, like, the, the since they're on mm-hmm. semesters, they have, like, the little fall break. Oh. So I think they don't have school Thursday, Friday, maybe even Wednesday. Oh, boy. So, yeah, they're going to cut them loose Thursday. So, you know, it's it's how do you structure, you know, kind of the party before, like, going out Wednesday night, you know, to make sure. You're that definitely getting, what, four kegs on Wednesday night, right? Oh, yeah, you're going to get after it. All the other students <laughs> will be not even there anymore. There. Really, really go out, explore. Like, that's the camaraderie. You get to, you get to see what campus is all about yeah. during the week. Team building. The team building. Get those guys together. <laughs> stay together. The all, the all brothers team. Remember that yeah, one, Bob? Exactly. That's why that was in my mind. <laughs> we, had, we had an all brothers team one one week. That was our. That was our seat. That was my senior <laughs> yeah, year. Your senior year. Brought everybody out. Like we got everybody. It was like during camp, I think. It was like that a, was our bye week. Was it our bye week? It was the Thursday night. It was. A, we had. A week, yeah, we had the whole. Because I wrote off. it down on the whiteboard in the middle of the locker room. Right. <laughs> we named there. everybody that was there. Yeah. <laughs> it was the all brothers. I mean, you got like a bonus point for you got a Buckeye <laughs> leave for attendance. <laughs> <laughs> what made brothers the, the spot for that team? I don't know. Uh, that's just where it happened. Getting guys downtown was someplace that everybody could kind of agree on, and there was probably like 30 guys. Oh, it was, there was, it was a, the older guys that all went out, but it was good. Like It was a great little like team building like experience. Team bonding. You, yeah. you guys get in there. Is there like a whiteboard in the back of brothers that I don't know about? Well, no, it was no. it was in the locker room. <laughs> so we had the all-brothers team in the locker oh, room. Oh, yeah. That's a trust. like, what is that? Yeah. Like, don't worry about <laughs> you it. You don't want to know. You talk about dude-on-dude dude accountability. Yeah. That's it. Mm. No that's where it started. Like, like, did everyone go out? I'm like, did everyone get in trouble? No. Yeah. Made sure, hey, get in the car, leave, get in the yeah. cab, you get out of here. home. Yeah, and everyone was good. Get up, make sure you're going to class, go to practice. Everybody played that next week. Nobody, no rest. Yeah. I mean, it was all good. Like, that's that's what's big into that is when you guys go out, I'm like, I encourage you guys, go out together, take care of your teammates, make sure that they don't do anything foolish because you might be in a bad state of mind and get over emotional and get worked up about something. Like, 
That's what one of your teammates is there for. He's to there to help you make a better decision. And so as you're sitting in the cab heading home, like, yeah, thank you for not allowing me to like irreparably feel much change better my in the life. morning yeah. than when I if think it about went down. when like the police officers telling me I can't cross this side of the street and I have to go to this side, and you choose like, no, I'm gonna fight. <laughs> you this choose guy. violence instead of listening. Yeah. Go full Cersei Lannister. I choose violence, <laughs> and it's like next thing you know, yeah. there's a there's a nice TV, there's the chest cam of you getting tased, oh, like yeah. fighting in on the police officer on the ground. I mean, that, we don't need that. Like, just go home. We had a great time. Like, let's call it a day. You know, bye weeks used to really, you know, look forward to an opportunity. Maybe go, you know, relax as I cover a team. In Tennessee, boy, there was no such thing. Oh, yeah, not on a bye week. week. That was the busiest time of the year. It's been pretty nice at Ohio State. You get on your CB and just listen to the yeah, police. You got the, uh, yeah, the police radio going. Oh, boy, yeah. Got volunteers just, in trouble. Just robbed a – held up a gas station on <laughs> campus. Um, all right. They needed to get some gas to get 3, home. 3 a.m. Oh, yeah. Four volunteers in the parking lot there. Oh, okay, boy. great. Well, that's cool. I haven't had to worry about that as much on Ohio State. We'll just knock on wood for yes. the bye week. But I was kind of, you know, you know, winking and nudging and joking about that, but – you guys have been through these wars and the battles, but the the brotherhood can't just be solely about being in the Woody and mm-hmm. training camp and all that. I'm sure that there is some element of the guys that you want to go out with, you be in that situation that it carries over. And part of it is too, like a lot of these guys fly back, you know, to, to the West Coast now, and not all of them do. You know, we got kind of a national team, but the Ohio guys, like, hey, you couldn't get back. I mean, it was kind of expensive, or if, hey, I didn't want to spend, you know. 25 to 30 percent of my bye week in an airport or oh, on a exactly, plane. Exactly. Yeah. You want to come back? Like, yeah, come back hang out with us. Yeah, yeah. Come back mm-hmm. to my house. You know, come back, see, meet my parents, go to a game, go out with some of my friends in high school, whatever it is. And like, that's part of it as well is like building those relationships and that trust. I know Jay Z. You know, yeah. same thing. Like, you kind of outlet, you know, reach out the hand. You're going to go back. You want to Texas or Florida, wherever it might be. Those flights are expensive, and it's just part of it too. Is I mean, do you really want to? Yeah. You know, spend I mean, for that us, time? it's like you got off on Friday, so it's like you're going to the airport yeah. Friday night. You're going to spend a day, and then you're coming back the next, you know, on Sunday morning. Yeah. You know, for flights, but uh, you know, I think we always, I think as players, you always look for that time off. You know, we always love noon games. Why? Because we had from four o'clock. The rest of that night off, yeah. you know, to spend time with our friends or hang out and just be away and kind of decompress, you know, from everything that's going on that week. So, I mean, you know, the bye week helps with that, kind of recenter yourself, you know, just take a step back. You have some, uh, I don't want to say shorter practices because you're going to get after it a little bit here this week knowing you don't have a game. But, uh, you know, you know, Thursday comes, man, that, oh. that's a good day. And it's using his bye week to get his wisdom teeth out. Ooh. Yeah. So. Got some. If you have any cool stories about no, surgeries, I don't want. I, I had my wisdom teeth listen, out. Listen, why did Why did we my, wait till now? Here's my Here's my theory on this. If you had a good experience getting your wisdom teeth out, and I am any bit worse, I'm gonna feel like I'm dying. If you have a bad experience with them, then I'm gonna be scared to death. And I had a great even experience. if it's better for me, then I'll still think that I'm dying. So I would just rather not hear anything so about. So you're it. a huge sissy. Yeah, basically. Some, some might say. <laughs> some might say. Have you ever had a real surgery? Have you, no. have you never been under? No, remember oh. when the, we had the conversation about how I said the standard off-season surgery and you, you got mad oh, yeah, about that? Oh, yeah, because I said, what is standard? Standard is a surgery that someone's never had before. Yeah. Exactly. Anybody else's. I have my wisdom teeth in. And I'm oh, good. you have yours Yeah, still, they, huh? they're rocking in there. They I said good. I mine out. When I go to the dentist, my dentist complains every time that she has four more teeth to clean. I said, too bad. Deal with it. You're getting your yeah, money's you're worth there. You're more? No. no, you're not. You're standard, is standard. <laughs> standard is the standard. Standard is the standard. And I, my body was plenty wise enough to be able to handle the wisdom teeth. So Most of us can't handle the amount mm-hmm. of wisdom that's in that brain. No, I so that's, they're going to stay 
firmly inserted in there. So, uh, Chives, that's, I mean, I don't know why you waited until after college. You should probably got those plucked in high school. As you get older, surgery recovery only is mm, worse. So worse. I'm going to be honest. My knee is just now getting back. That was four months ago. It's just bad. Like, as you get older, your body, like, my daughter had a, a tumor cut out of her stomach when she was three years old. And it's like three days later, walking around picking up Easter eggs. Like, <laughs> they're like, adult would lay in bed for two weeks oh, with yeah. that. I'm, I'm not like, getting out for three months after that. I mean, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's like, like, when you're a kid, you just you bounce back. Like, all of a sudden, you start like 20, then 30, and then 40. Like, <clears throat> shh. No, no, let's hope we see you next Monday. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be an interesting <laughs> week. Um, so, before uh, we let Jay Z go about his day. Ah. You know, he's a busy man. I'm heading to the village. I know. Well, okay. Uh, oh, you playing golf? <laughs> yeah. That's what I, we're getting. I, the, the village, I sh- though. I should have It's known. different. I know what thanks, the village is. Yes, for the it's invite. different. I knew that that polo looked familiar. That's a golf polo. <laughs> yes, it's a golf polo. What do each of you guys need to uh, see from this team mm-hmm. or they need to accomplish during the bye week? You know, I think a lot of it's going to be, you know, for me, just they're pretty healthy right now. But, you know, you've got, like, Cody Simon nicked up a little bit. Haskell like, Garrett at the time. Haskell, the rascal. you got some of these guys. You know, CJ, like, here's the thing. He played, but he was just out. Like, another week of rest wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for him. Mm-hmm. So clean up what you need to clean up. Stay healthy because you're going to have the big push, man. Like, this is going to be a, a, yep. a serious march. Assuming these teams are as good as what we think, and I still think Ohio State is significantly more talented than the other ranked teams in the yes. Big Ten. But you're going to be talking about, you know, a Penn State team at night, a Michigan State team going to Michigan. Like, there's going to be a heck of a stretch. Yeah. This is not yeah, going November to be, is not for pretenders. Yeah, so you got to bring it. There's going to the back half of these final six games. Three of them are going to be really, really legit. So mm-hmm. there's going to be, and there's, some of them are back to back. And so you've got to get prepared mentally for what that's going yeah. to be because it's not like, hey, we want a game, we can relax. No, you want a game, time to get cranking again. And then, by the way. Assuming that Iowa wins out, you'll probably be playing a top two, three, four like, Iowa mm-hmm. team that'll be ranked. So you talk about Michigan State, Michigan, Iowa, potentially like, boom, boom, boom. That's yeah. pretty rapid. Physical stretch right there. Yeah, that and, is. And an improving, as Spencer would be quick to point out, I'll take the words out of his mouth, an improving Nebraska team mm-hmm. that they they don't know oh, how to gosh. put away close games. No, and but they, they're always in them. They've been in them. May never will, but he's at least putting them in them. And yeah. they absolutely should have won that game on Saturday night, yes. but they didn't. So. Yeah. Instead, the hype machine will roll along for Michigan. Jay-Z, what do you want to say? Yeah, I, I just think, you know, a bye week is all about getting anybody that has any nicks healthy, you know, get them some time to rest. I think CJ, with that shoulder, maybe you just give him the week off because it worked really, really well <laughs> uh, the one week he took off. Yeah. Uh, he came back, you know, looking amazing. So I, I let that shoulder rest a little bit. But, uh, you know, you just got to get, get, get these guys who are nicked up healthy and give them rest. And really, gosh. I mean, our offense scored every time they had the ball last week that they wanted to. And there's really not much to say, hey, we got to do better here because it looks like they're running on all uh, cylinders right now. I would say complacency. I think right now with the way if they want to complacent, complacent. <laughs> no, I, I'm saying that I'm idea. saying like they need to make sure that they're not getting complacent. You get a week off, you get a little bit of relaxation <laughs> time. You're you're starting to feel pretty good about the direction yeah. you're heading. Uh, you know, Penn State just took a loss. You've got teams around the country at the top of the board losing games. Alabama just lost, and their Ohio State is starting to feel like they peaked. Like this is you not know what the, I'm not just just. Just message these guys some of the comments from after Oregon and Tulsa, and that complacency will erode real (laughs) quick. I completely agree. I just remember what they were saying about you then. That off week comes. It was four weeks. Spencer has to read all of it. He he knows what to send. The off week comes at the perfect time for this team, but there's really like when you start to get rolling, like 
I'm, I'm assuming there's at least a little part of the, at least the coaching staff that's like, we wish we could keep this thing going. Right. And so I think that, not that they would get complacent because they know what a loss feels like already this season, but at the same time, you, you don't want to lose any of that, that uh, you know, big-time momentum that you're starting yeah. to build there heading into this really big stretch of the season. Yeah, and you mentioned some of those names. I mean, because they want to get – you're going to want Haskell Garrett for these these big games. Tyreek Smith has missed the last three weeks. He went through pregame warm-ups, so he's <laughs> close to a return. Cam Brown picks up, you know, yet another one with a shot to the head on Saturday. Can't catch a break. He's been – Achilles, the knee, and now probably yeah, can – Knee to the head. Ice yeah. the brain. Ice yeah, your head. Whatever, whatever you have to do. Hydrate. That's three three guys been your – Mayan Williams, where the heck's he been? Yeah, Mayan Williams My guy time now with uh, that undisclosed injury yeah. for him, although – any of that stuff on the offensive side, there Munford uh, played. He's been dealing with a foot injury. He's going to obviously keep going as much as possible, but you saw him being in pain on Saturday. These guys, there are five, six guys who are key contributors who Ohio State still hasn't seen the best out of them yet. Yeah. So you get that break. Um, doesn't matter for us. We're just going to enjoy another uh, version of Letterman Live at Roosters, whether it's an off date or not. We'll be back next week to preview Indiana. Ooh, we'll have Nicole yes. making that pick uh, against the spread, as she always does. We'll be welcoming back Berm, I hope, and Spencer Holbrook, Jay-Z, Bobby Carpenter. I'm Austin Ward. We appreciate you guys watching us. You can subscribe to the On3 Network and get Letterman Row. All of our coverage there right now, $10 for an entire year. It's a great deal. Great deal. And you can come in here for an even better deal, which is mm. $2 Appetizer $2 Tuesday. Appetizer Tuesday. Don't miss it. I'm not sure what your location might have. <laughs> it's $2. Jay-Z's eating all the mushrooms. Here, all so of probably them. Probably won't mm, be nom, 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 nom. But we will see you right back here next week <laughs> for Letterman Live, which is brought to you by Roosters. It's a fun, casual joint.